What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Fleet Maintenance and Management Podcast, where we interview fleet managers and business owners across various industries. Our goal is to help make your fleet operations more efficient by hearing tips, best practices, and other insights from experienced individuals. I'm your host, Zarain Abdiali, and let's get ready to rock and roll. Hello, everyone. Really excited to be here today. Uh, joining us is Ike Barrett with Pathway Services. How's it going, Ike? Going good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. Really excited about uh, you know interviewing you here and getting some perspectives uh, with you regarding kind of the fleet maintenance and management space. Uh, before we kind of kick things off, just can you give us a little bit of background about you your role, description of the business, kind of what you do over there at Pathway and what Pathway is and and uh, give us a little bit of background there. Yeah, so um, Pathway Services, what we do is we uh, survey basically roads on a large network. We have uh, a large number of clients throughout the U.S., which means that our fleet is out on the road um, roughly 365 days a year for most of our vehicles. Um, I've been with Pathway about two years and kind of took over the uh, fleet management program about a year ago. And one of the challenges that we faced is we've doubled in size in a relatively short period of time. And we went from where we had um, 10 vehicles, which uh, is a, a vehicle, and then also a generator, which requires maintenance, uh, to a little over 30 um, with 20 of those being on the road. And it's just really been difficult for us to, to do it the old way, which was just the, oh, I remember what was done on that vehicle, or I remember what was done on that generator. Um, and so we've had a lot of, uh, failures, which caused us to kind of start exploring other options, which is how we ended up at auto assist. Cool. And so you have a total of uh, how many, so you said 30 vehicles total in, in your fleet or how big is the entire fleet that you need to track yeah, uh, so, maintenance and all? So our uh, fleet is 30 vehicles, but then on top of that, each vehicle has a generator. Um, uh, we've got a few diesels that don't have the generators, but roughly we're tracking uh, just a little over 50 assets that require uh, routine maintenance uh, and the service like that. Wow. Okay. So, uh, and how were you tracking them before uh, you came across, you know, looking for a solution like more automated with Autosys? So what was happening is, is that we had a uh, vehicle log where the driver drive teams were putting information into the log uh, inside the vehicle. Um, and one of the, like I said, we've doubled in size as far as our actual service to our clients. And one of the challenges that we had was vehicle, or it used to be vehicles would go out for three months at a time, come back, get a chance to get service, get over to the dealership or whatever, taking a look at, and then maybe have a month before they go back out. Um, with our change, what has happened is, is now our vehicles are literally on the road um, almost 365 days. Um, we very rarely see them here in the office once we uh, once we get them going, just because we've been, you know, it's, it's a good problem to have, but we've been that busy. I, I imagine that this would be something very similar to what trucking companies experience uh, and different uh, smaller organizations that have a small fleet that they want to keep utilized all the time. So uh, what we were challenged with is, okay, so how do I know maintenance was being done? Um, right. And you know, the, about the only way that I can get oversight of that is to go to an automated app, uh, like Autosist. So, 
Okay. And then do you anticipate your fleet growing even more or are you guys kind of comfortable right now or how's, how's that looking? Um, we, uh, right now we're expecting to continue to grow. Um, one of the challenges, kind of, like I said, with our vehicles growing as fast as we did and, uh, the vehicles that we've had out on the road, as long as we have, is that it doesn't get back here for routine maintenance on a lot of other things as well. Um, and, and so we're not seeing our vehicles as often as we'd like. So what we're doing is we're expanding, expanding our fleet size, uh, in, in order to, basically give ourselves a little bit of breathing room, have spares and things like that. Um, we uh, manufacture retrofit, whatever you want to call it. And this last year, um, we're pretty much on pace to double the most that we've ever uh, produced uh, and sent out into the field in one year. Um, so we're, we've got, we built eight this year so far. We've got four more, uh, four more on the horizon. Um, and that's just to get us through the end of summer. I don't know what the, uh, after summer builds look like. Okay. So, okay. That's is, there, what, what was that point where you were like, you know what? I need something more automated. Was there like an aha moment? Was there something that what, you know, happened to one of the vehicles or got some downtime or what, when did you guys decide? Because I think a lot of people listening or, people who are on, on the edge of, you know, maybe going to a software and not using maybe an Excel spreadsheet anymore or whatever system manual method they may be using. What, what was the kind of aha moment where you're like, you know what, I, I do need a system in place. Was there something that triggered it or was it just something over time that you guys were just like, you guys wanted to go to and just eventually got to? Well, it's one of those things that, you know, we talked about it and we talked about it and we just kind of drug our heels on it because, uh, you know, anytime that you try introducing change into the system, people kind of, uh, resist against it. But the, uh, that one aha moment was, uh, a, a series of failures of equipment, um, in a very short period of time, uh, that, uh, basically all related back to lack of maintenance. Um, like I said, we have a uh, little small generators on our vehicle to power the equipment inside the vehicle. Um, and over a period of about four weeks, uh, we, we just saw a lot of failures on those equipment. And every time I s- called and spoke with the, uh, um, spoke with the repair tech and just say, Hey, can you give me some insight on, you know, what was going on? He's like, yeah, I can, the best I can tell you is it looks like a maintenance issue to me. He's like, do you have any, you know, maintenance records? I was like, well, I do, but they're not very well organized and I'm not sure they're complete. He's like, well, you know, that's where I would start is take a look at what you're doing on maintenance. And then, um, right at the end of that, uh, we had a failure on one of our generators that would have fallen under warranty. And so when we were working with the dealer, um, they said, Hey, we need a, a list of all of your, you know, all the services that you've done, oil changes, air filters, whatnot, um, in order to see if we can process under warranty. And, right. you, you know, so we, we went to go pull those and it just to go through all the receipts and, you know, kind of talk with the drive teams and try to remember which places they visited and when they had service. And, you know, that's even with the written record, it was, it just was very tight. It took about two and a half days to get that warranty claim processed on something that would have been much, much simpler if we just had it at a, at a graps. Interesting. Yeah. So 
that, you know, they just want to prove that, you know, things that the generators or whatever you're servicing was taken care of to, in order to qualify for the warranty. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And we've, actually, um, you know, real quick, we've actually had that happen to us on a couple of the, of the vehicles very recently. And we're in the process of one right now where a, uh, a dealer put a recall out, uh, for the transits and, you know, we let our teams know, Hey guys, make sure you get them in. And it just kind of, uh, but this was before implementing the auto assist to, you know, we just kind of went on everybody's, uh, you know, yeah, I got this taken care of. I got this taken care of. And we had a vehicle that, uh, had a catastrophic failure and it looks like, uh, the warranty work was never done. And now we're, you know, having to have conversations with, uh, the manufacturer to see what we can do to get that recovered because their, their position is, Hey, uh, the warranty should have already, or the, the recall should work should have already been done. And it wasn't. And that's, this is the result of not doing that recall work. So that's a, a very current example of what we're having to work through. Oh, that's great. I appreciate that. That's, that's actually going to be probably very helpful for people listening and kind of the, the importance of, of, you know, keeping track of all that. And, you know, I can see after you get, tons and tons of vehicles in the fleet and so many little things to, to monitor. I think, uh, you know, I think that's, that makes a lot of sense uh, for, for people who are maybe on the edge. Um, do you have any tips uh, for other, you know, we have a lot of fleet managers, business owners uh, starting to listen, any tools that you recommend uh, that has helped, have helped you? Obviously I know you've been talking about auto assist, but um, if you can kind of give us some background on other things or, you know, within Autosys or whatever it may be uh, that, that, you know, can help other people across various industries. Yeah. So, you know, um, Autosys has kind of become our main, uh, I guess, control point for a lot of things. And we're trying to maximize what we can do with Autosys, get creative with things. Um, so one of the one of the big keys is that we've uh, been using it for tracking our receipts uh, to monitor expenditures and stuff like that, um, which allowed us to kind of set some policies in place uh, regarding, you know, um, what they can and can't purchase on the cards, uh, what needs to be listed, you know, um, little things like we found some, uh, you know, dishonest uh, processes that teams found to work around. Uh, on which was they were prepaying and then getting money back um, at the pump. Uh, so we were able to put policies in place on that. Um, you know, getting our maintenance taken up, which has been a huge, uh, huge benefit for us, making sure that our teams are not uh, spending downtime due to maintenance and things along those lines. Uh, being able to, in the reminders that we have on there, um, you know, if if we know that there's a service that is going to take a couple of days, we actually, you know, we'll have it pop up and tell them to schedule it on a Monday or Tuesday um, in advance versus waiting until Friday, you know, to drop it off at a dealer, hoping that it gets done over the weekend. Because anytime that you have uh, work done going into the weekend, you're subject to being able to get parts and things along those lines. Uh, that's been able to help some of our downtime. Um, uh, we, we do some of our maintenance, uh, ourselves on the generators. Um, so within our service reminders, we've, uh, put links inside, uh, the reminders that gives us, uh, the part number that they're going to need. And then a link to a YouTube video, um, that they can copy and paste into their browser and be able to see the video on how to do it, uh, 
uh, the way that we want. So uh, those kind of things, just getting creative with maximizing what that one program can do for us. Uh, it, and then also keeping it sim- as simple as possible on uh, the guys in the field um, is kind of been one of the big keys. Uh, the more complicated we make it, the more difficult it is to get them to, to comply. Um, but as as we've gone through and learned through the experiences, we tried to simplify it as much as possible for them, which then makes it more beneficial for us. No, that's great. Uh, that's really good feedback. Um, okay, no, that's that's awesome. In terms of uh, legal obligations, can you comment on anything on that? I know there's a lot of different industries and a lot of different you know things to, to, to look at. Is there anything in terms of legal for keeping records? I know you mentioned the warranty work, which was a really good example, uh, you know, not so much like legal, but in order to qualify, you know, to have the warranty work, you know, qualify the warranty, you need to have the service records. Is there anything else you can comment on uh, that may be beneficial for other listeners? Um, the warranty work's been the big one for us so far. We haven't um, haven't really had a whole lot of uh, legal issues um, that have come out of our fleet maintenance. So that that warranty work's been really the big one for us. Okay, um, if there could be one piece of advice you would give to someone, maybe managing a fleet or starting, maybe starting, you know, as a new role as a managing a fleet, uh, maybe new to the scene or you know been there for a while and and starting to see their fleet growing, what what advice would that be? And is there anything? that you know now that you would do different maybe earlier? Yeah. So, you know, when we started off the program, uh, it, and, and we tried to roll it out to our team, one of the biggest concerns was that we were starting to bean count and starting to, uh, you know, get into the nitty gritty of things of, of some of their day-to-day business. And that really caused a lot of apprehension, uh, amongst our team. So, you know, trying to roll it out as a benefit to them, you know, Hey, this is going to help you remember to do maintenance, which is going to help you, you know, be, do your job better, which is going to make us happier. Um, you know, uh, that rolling that out with the right mentality and attitude was a, a good plus for us. Um, thinking of it when we rolled it out, um, like I said, we tried to maximize all the things that we could, uh, with autosys. So we actually spent, um, quite a bit of time here in the office, you know, thinking through playing with it, giving it to some of our trusted teams that we knew would give us, uh, maybe a little bit more honest feedback than what we wanted to see how we could make it work. Um, and, and then build, build a program around that, which then turned into the, keeping it as simple as possible when we roll it out. Um, those, those two things uh, has actually helped us out a lot in rolling it out. Okay. Wonderful. Um, no, that's great. In terms of like quantifying, you know, the time maybe that you save or, you know, the prolonging of the, of the assets that you're managing, have you, are you guys planning on doing an analysis around that or, I know you talked about, you know, uh, kind of looking at things and, and uh, is, is that something that you guys plan on doing or have done? Uh, and how do you guys quantify like, you know, because I think a lot of people when they look at software and, you know, managing stuff, they want to look at ROI and stuff like that. Uh, you know, is that something you guys have done or, or are planning it is something on doing? that we're planning on doing at the end of the year? Um, we 
it conveniently worked out for us that we rolled out the program at the beginning of the fiscal year for us. And so um, one of the things that we did track was the number of reported days for maintenance um, on a vehicle. Um, and then also the number of uh, not only uh, reported, but planned versus uh, failure. Um, so, you know, if it, it's one thing if I'm planning on getting like a, you know, a rear axle lubricant change or something like that, and you're down for half a day or whatever. It's another thing if you, uh, you know, had a transmission failure because you didn't do maintenance and you're, uh, we've got one vehicle that's been down for almost three weeks now. Um, so, you know, being able to, to say, okay, this one was, yeah, we, we reduced the number of unexpected failures, but we increased the number of, uh, you know, planned maintenance. Well, then I'm okay with that. Um, because if it's going to, it's going to create the longevity in my fleet, then, uh, you know, we, we expect that we're going to see the benefit, um, you know, as far as time, everything, like for me, I come from an industry where, uh, you know, it's very easy to start bean counting and start quantifying time. But if you actually take the time that, uh, your time, you know, you're what you figure you make per hour and figure up the amount of time that you spend on fleet maintenance. Um, quite honestly, I look at my fleet maintenance right now about once every, at the end of every week. And that's just a simple follow up to go, hey, guys, did you did you do your maintenance? I see that you have, you know, six service reminders that need to be completed. Um, and then, you know, so that that's very little compared to, OK, how much time do I have to spend on the phone talking to a uh, service guy to get a repair done? Plus my guys time out in the field when they're having to wait on repairs and they're not being able to be productive you know, how do you count, quantify all that? Um, quite honestly, uh, the, the cost of what we're ex paying for this management system is very small compared to what we're experiencing the savings on already. Right. Right. Well, that's great feedback. I, I appreciate that. Um, we're kind of winding down here. Any closing thoughts uh, that you would like to share that we haven't already shared already? I think there was a lot of good nuggets to be taken from from what you said and i think a lot of people could benefit uh no matter what their fleet size is uh any other closing thoughts yeah. uh, that you'd like to share that you have no, already i, I think I'm, I'm i'm a fan of the program so i'm not gonna uh you know sit here and beat that drum much more but um i will say if you're looking at a program out there to implement take a look at it see you know how creative you can be uh on making it work for you uh see also like test run the user interfaces, test run the back end uh, to see if it's something that's going to going to work for you. Um, every program is going to have a strength. Every program is going to have a weakness. Uh, you just got to find the best one for you. Uh, I think th that would be my big my big ones. Oh, very good. Well, thank you, Ike, for joining us. Um, we'll definitely uh, link uh, Pathway Services and uh, you know uh, in our show notes or any you know. And, uh, you know, people need to get in touch with you and things like that. If, uh, if that's all, that's all for today. I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you again, uh, for, for all the great feedback and, uh, to our listeners, uh, everything will be linked in the show notes and we will see you next Take time. Care. Thanks, Ike. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. 
To learn more about how we can help simplify your fleet maintenance and management, visit us at our website at autosyst.com.